Hello and welcome. I'm Michelle. And I'm Jessica. And this is Pretty Over Perfect. We are two former neighbors and current best friends who know that perfection is an illusion that could easily keep us from living our best lives. We are here to discover the goodness in the messiness of real life and find joy in the everyday by embracing simplicity, creativity, and a little sparkle. Hello, Jessica. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Welcome to all of our listeners to another episode of Pretty Over Perfect. Michelle, happy anniversary. <laughs> Today's oh your anniversary. What what number is this for you guys? We've been married for 14 years now, which is a long 14 time. 14 years. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's that middle ground. It's not It's not like, wow, you made it 50 years, um, but it's not new. <laughs> well, maybe you guys have some things figured out by now. You've got your rhythm, is what yeah. it seems from where I stand. So yeah. good place to be. Yeah, it's nice. We like being here. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. But it's like one of those anniversaries that I feel doesn't bear a lot of commenting. So, so well, are you? Um, I'm just like, yeah, it's just there. It's 14. I always forget our anniversary. Okay. Well, it just gets lost in the summer these days. You know, it's just like kind of that. You're like, oh, yeah, that, that's happening. But it's really an anniversary is kind of funny because it's like only for you two. You know, it's not like a mm-hmm. birthday mm-hmm. or a holiday that everybody celebrates. I don't know. It's just kind of a funny thing to celebrate. You're enjoying each other. Yeah. Especially right. today. Exactly. My birthday's on Friday. What should I do? I haven't planned it out. Give me your That's right. your advice, right. your thoughts on planning in 30 seconds. Ready, go. Um, glitter, <laughs> gold, sprinkles, uh, balloons everywhere. That's good. What. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be last year. I know. Okay. I know. A fun, sparkly cake served cold because it's hot. Mm. On the, You guys have a perfect, like, cul-de-sac area for like a cul-de-sac party and i feel like you could like rope it off okay then people couldn't get to their houses but uh that's you, fine you Who put needs like to get banners banners up and be like this is the party area and everyone comes and has some cake and lemonade see and, uh, i knew you'd come up with something and then just it's like colorful and fun and casual and cold cake but i, I don't know if that's really your thing because probably more like some intention and some not casual, more like sitting down and really being loved on. I do love a cold cake. And you're right. I do love being loved on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Okay, here's what we do. At the party that is in your street, yes. where it's roped off with fun, colorful banners, you have a big sheet of paper that everyone can write down the things they love about you on it. And then you can keep well, it forever. Well, the problem is you're not here to tell everybody to write the thing on it, so love about me on it. So it's me. Welcome, everyone. Please grab a slice of cake and write your favorite things about me on this That's paper. Right. You the paper before the cake, so while they're waiting in line for the cake, they have no excuse but to write down things they love about you. Well, or it you would be an idea. you could put on, like, post-its, and then you could, like, everyone could write a post-it note. And then you can just put these around your house. Like, you could just put them, like, in cupboard <laughs> doors. And in the bathroom cabinets and in your sock drawer so that, you know, just every All moment year. of your life, it's possible to just be delighted and reminded of something that somebody loves about you. All right. Well, I think that's a fantastic idea. I yeah. do feel myself really wanting to take it easy this year. So maybe this will be another late a year that I, you know, carry this out because last year we did go all out and, yeah. um, which was so fun. I'm honestly still just 
reflecting on how wonderful that evening was. But this year, so far, the only plan I have made is the repeat present of last year of three hours of house cleaners the night before. Uh, So (laughs) my sweet mother-in-law always gives me some money and I'm going to put it towards that. So at least we've got that much. I will for sure be implementing the cold cake idea. But anyway, okay. enough about me. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Enough now the enough. ideas are flowing. Okay. <laughs> so you have the cold cake. And then you also, so it's like a drop by party. Like people can drop by at any time. Oh, yeah. You I know, like between that. like five and seven or something, right? Because like that way it's open to people. I like open house. Families and stuff like that. But then Less it also pressure. has a definitive end time. So you're not just like entertaining for mm. hours, right? Then yeah. also you don't, if you don't want to, you don't have to serve like a huge meal, right? Come mm. by for cake and lemonade. And then you also have a karaoke set up and people can okay. do karaoke in the streets. Like how fun and summery. How fun sound. would that be? End of summer slash birthday party. Right. And then people are singing karaoke. Maybe you could even say that like from six to seven is the karaoke competition. Oh, and people could this be is singing. Getting better people by could the be rating each other out of stars. And oh. then who wins can win a tiara because i saw you can pick those up at walmart and then the winner gets a karaoke tiara but since it's your birthday you get to win so you get oh, the tiara oh. well maybe you'll have to fly out michelle for the weekend <laughs> all right make this a party. i feel like it could be fun i feel like it could be great totally yeah totally you are then, the party master and then everyone has to go home at a certain time because we all have to put our kids to bed and life has to go on no wait okay okay you have a secret additional party hour (laughs) from seven to eight that's Uh just adults while your husband puts the kids to bed that's a cute idea yeah so it's like all the ladies drop by time and then like girls take you maybe the girls take you away from the party scene so you don't even have to clean it up Mm. and you go get some fizz i don't i don't know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know what's cool to do around there, but surely somebody does. Oh, you go get like a pina colada. Mm-hmm. Chips and salsa, pina colada. That's right. That's right. And you get a drink in a pineapple and it's just like all the summer things all at once. Cute. Okay. Well, beautiful ideas. Appreciate the <laughs> well, thought. Well, that's what I had I come up with in five minutes. So I'm proud of you. I, I never get to throw very many, like we don't have any summer birthdays. So all my summer festivity ideas are just wasted well and by the time i get to my birthday i'm like okay time for a nap because i have all summer birthdays it feels like right (laughs) right that's why you could go like super casual with it yeah i feel like going casual this year yeah there are some years to really go hard and do all the planning and some years where it's just fun to like be surrounded by your friends yeah be spontaneous about it yeah yeah okay well let's move into our episode Today, we're going to talk about some of our favorite things, which is kind of on theme with my birthday, because one of my favorite birthday traditions is we all go around and ask the birthday person, what's your favorite questions? So they uh, they vary, of course, you can imagine, from the children to the adults. And uh, today, we're going to talk about some of our favorite things. Well, let me and, just ask you a question. What? Archer, maybe Ollie would ask you to begin. Okay. What's your favorite Lego minifig these days? Just kidding. <laughs> you don't have to answer um, that. All right, I'm let's like, move on. <laughs> I'm just saying. No since comment. Can, since anybody can can answer. 
Um, (laughs) The ones that my children are playing with while I'm blissfully reading a book on the couch upstairs. Yes. Yes. That's the one. Indeed. Okay. The first on our list is favorite accessory. All right. This was yours. So why don't you tell us first, what is your favorite accessory these days? I think right, right now I'm gravitating towards statement earrings. Picked up a fun pair while you were in town that I'm loving. I also am liking, have you heard of Buddha bracelets, Michelle? Only because of you. Really? Yeah, you showed me yours. Oh, okay. So Buddha bracelets are very expensive bangles. $125 for nine. But I, thanks to Mikkel, love you, Mikkel, shout out. Thanks to Mikkel, I found the knockoff version. A pack of five for $9 on Amazon. And I love them because I just throw them on, feel a little bit more dressed up. And these are amazing because they don't make any sounds. They're actually silicone and very lightweight. So very, what's the word? Practical. Love it. Yeah. What's yours? Well, in the summer, I tend to wear less jewelry because I just feel like I want to be ready to jump into the water at any time. Aren't you spontaneous? But I just, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered with keeping these. I might need to jump into a pool or a lake or something. So you never know. You got to be prepared. I don't really know why I think this because if I don't, (laughs) I think it's so cute. Get it. But it's just like, it's just how I think through my day. So I wear a little bit less jewelry in the summer, but that's when I love a fun pair of shoes. Mm. You know, just like a fun pair of sneakers with like a holographic stripe on them because that's fun. Or I really love those sh- like wedges that are espadrilles or maybe et- espadrilles. I'm I'm not sure. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Uh, like no the- idea. Okay. Well, they're from Spain, so I or they were originated in Spain, but they're like any kind of heel with like a woven. Oh, cute! Yes, a woven or braided wedge around the yeah, like yeah, around it could be a wedge, the- but you can also get them flat. Um, but there's yes. like woven braiding around the That's sole. very on trend right now. Yes. I love them. I just think they're so summery and so fun. And they are extra fun to me because they are a marker of human ingenuity because they became popular during the world wars when uh, things like rubber were very scarce because they were going towards wartime efforts. So people started reusing old materials and then they would cover them with like woven braids in Spain to make these new shoes as well. Wow. Yeah. How did you ever learn this? Well, it's just, just something you learn sometimes, but that's also like when cork wedges became like a thing. Anyway, mm. I just think they're so fun and they're so summery. Yeah. So I have like several of those and those are just okay, what I like to wear in the summer. So Michelle and I met up when she drove into town to go up to the mountains. <laughs> and, is, and I was wearing these, yes. And out she out she comes with, after a 12-hour drive, wearing some gorgeous wedges with, like, little ties up her ankles, mm-hmm. some beautiful, colorful shorts, and pink <laughs> lipstick. And I'm like, I love you. Get over here. <laughs> Who oh shows up God. like that? <laughs> it's funny, because uh, packing for trips, you're like, how am I going to pack the right shoes? But I do love these. They're also a great excuse for me, because I'm not that tall, so all mm-hmm. summer long, like they're a casual way to be tall. So I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Is of that what you're trying to accomplish? Sandals. <laughs> and they just come in fun, cute colors in the summer. So I do love them. They, I get like, yeah, I just, I love them. I don't know if anybody else is into them, but I enjoy them. It doesn't okay. matter. I love it, it doesn't matter because I like them and they bring me joy and they make me taller. So end of story. End of story. 
All right. Okay. What about your favorite summer dessert? Okay. So this summer, my favorite dessert was my sister. Okay. Backstory. My sister does a monthly cake slice club and invents these amazing flavors and sells them by the slice. And this summer she was inspired by our s'mores cake, Michelle, that we like to make Mm -hmm. and created the most delicious version of that. It was a fudgy chocolate cake with filled with toasted marshmallow filling, a melty chocolate fudge layer and graham cracker crumble. And it was spot on. So good. So that was, I think, my favorite indulgent dessert and my favorite refreshing and maybe more nutritious treat was inspired by my sister-in-law and it's a watermelon fruit pizza well watermelon pizza watermelon is fruit but um basically you just slice the watermelon into large you know circles Mm -hmm. like you're not wedging it at all you're just kind of taking a knife through the watermelon and cutting the core off so you've got a circle And she puts, I put, actually, I don't know what she puts on it, but I put blueberry, Trader Joe's blueberry yogurt. Their their yogurt is so divine. (laughs) It's so sugary and delicious. And raspberries and blueberries, you could do whipped cream as well. And it's so refreshing and delicious. So I've been enjoying that. Yep. Sounds good. Yes. Yours? Uh, So, well, I haven't done this yet, but... This idea I also got from your sister, but the other one, well, one of the other ones, Whitney. Mm. And I just think this sounds so fun that I'm going to turn it into a party for the end of summer. Mm -hmm. A sherbet soiree. Because (laughs) it's just sherbet or sorbet if you're more into sorbets, but a few types of those and then fun toppings. And I was thinking fun, the fun toppings, because, you know, sherbets are creamy and fruity and mm-hmm. sorbets are just fruity and icy, but they, I think they lend themselves well to like a white chocolate magic shell. Seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. And some candied nuts that you could put on top, some toasted coconut, fruits of all kinds. So the idea yeah. here is scoop up your sherbet that you like and then add all the fun toppings that you would want and laugh and be happy because it's summertime still, but it's the end of Beautiful. Summertime, so. A sherbet soiree. That's what I'm planning on doing soon. Are you? I'm really excited that you're yeah, going so to carry that you. out. Thank you, Whitney, for that idea. That just seems very fun. Very yeah. summery. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite book or novel? I guess I see book as more of informational or uh, yeah. nonfiction and novel as fiction. I don't know if that's the correct terms, but favorite book that you've read this summer? I think the my favorite one that I've read this summer is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia mm-hmm. Owens. It's popular this year because there's a movie coming out and I, me and my neighbor decided to read it before we went to go see the movie together. So that was fun. And fun. I listened to it on Audible actually on my drive. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it's kind of like, it's a funny, like slow burn thriller. Oh, uh, really? In the sense that like, it's a little bit of a slow burn, but you're like, I have to keep reading this. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. In fact, Jessica, I had read like 11 of the 12 hours of the audiobook, And then we arrived at your house and then we hung out. And then at like midnight, we went to bed and I went downstairs and 
put in my headphones and listened to like 45 minutes of the last hour because I have to know what happens. (laughs) Wow, Uh, that must be good. Yeah, so it's I I have to say you probably would not like it because there are some sad elements, but it's also the story Mm. of like I think that the author is very good at building the world that this book takes place in. Like I think that that's one of her gifts, probably because she was a science writer before she wrote this book, which is her first Mm. novel. Yeah. And I think it's it's really just like it's a story of a girl surviving against all odds and making her own way in the world and it's just yeah it's it's good. I liked it. That was probably the most captivating book I've read this e- this year so far. This summer. Cool. So, what about cool. you? Yeah, I just finished one yesterday, so I'm going to talk about that one called What Alice Forgot by Leanne Moriarty. I Oh my goodness, it was so good. So good. I read it in 3 days and it's, you know, it's lengthy, but it was, I just couldn't put it down. I went on a trip with my husband's family this last weekend and I was so nice and volunteered to put Finn to bed and stay at home while everybody swam. And I looked like such a good wife, but really I just wanted to curl up and read this book. Um, But it's, it was like that perfect balance of engaging and um, entertaining and moving just like we've talked about a good novel, I feel like really helps you look at your own life and uh, with a different perspective. And this absolutely did that. This woman forgets she, she has a brain injury, an accident forgets the last decade of her life. And like she comes to thinking she's pregnant with her first baby when in all reality, that baby is 10 now. And her husband that she was just like enamored with and absolutely just Twitter pated and excited, like, cause she was just in that new stage of marriage. Now they are in the middle of a divorce mm-hmm. in real time, but she still has his perspective mm-hmm. and is looking at this divorce and stuff with, with that new love lens, I guess. And, oh, I was crying the whole way through because it just, I've been married for 10 years. I don't know. It was like very much, just reminded me of what I have and how lucky I am to have it. And I appreciate that from a, from a book. So I highly recommend it. Well, that sounds fun. Yes. Yeah. All right. I do love a good time travel. Right. Right. And it was not even, yeah. Anyway, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list is skincare product. Yeah, what's your favorite these days? My favorite skincare product as of late is Beauty Oil by Glymed. And I first heard about it from my cute hairstylist, the most trendy person I know. Her face was glowing. I'm like, tell me what in the world you're doing to get that beautiful dewy glow. And she told me about this product and I just put it on with my foundation and I feel like it gives me a nice little glow so that's been a fun discovery nice yeah that's yours i have been liking tula skincare lately so it comes in these beautiful blue that is one of your favorite colors packaging yeah yeah i mean packaging is attractive but the reason (laughs) i purchased it was because the woman at ulta who sold it to me (laughs) was saying that she struggled with acne to the point where she had set up an Accutane appointment, like was going to start Accutane, 
And then three weeks before her appointment started using this skincare. And then when she arrived at her appointment three weeks later, they said, no, you cannot start Accutane. Your skin is way too good, way too healthy. And so I decided it would be a good thing to try mostly for my 12 year old daughter, who's just starting to need all of those things. And I can say Mm. that I see a big difference when she is using that and when she is not. And I feel like I, I feel like I was doing okay with whatever I was using before. And I feel Mm -hmm. like this has um, helped, but the difference is really noticeable in like her young prone to flare ups skin, especially. So yeah, I've been enjoying it. And when we go away and it's kind of one of those things where sometimes you have a hard time like telling how well something's working, but when we go away and maybe use a different Mm -hmm. product for a while Mm -hmm. or go on a trip and use some of our older like travel size things or whatever, I'm like, yeah. oh, yep, that stuff is making a difference. And what I like about it is that it's a prebiotic and a probiotic system too. So instead of just like stripping the skin, it's also trying to like nourish and heal the skin. And it's available at Ulta. And my favorite thing about Ulta is you can try everything. And if it doesn't work for you, you can return it and get all your money mm-hmm. back. So mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. And I think it's been good. And then this isn't really skincare, but there's no other place to put it. I've been really liking L'Oreal's Ever Pure Purple Toning Conditioner. I was feeling like my hair was getting all brassy. It tends to get like really highlighted in the summer. But over the past few years, I feel like it's just gotten more brassy than I think is like my mm-hmm. hair color that I'm going for. So I like a little. And so I've tried several different purple toning conditioners. and I feel like this one works the best and has restored my hair to what I feel like. Nice. It is natural. How often... Do you use it? I mean, just every time I wash my hair, which is only every time once or twice which a is, week, which yeah, works because so, you have dark hair, I guess, though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like for blondes or brunettes with blonde highlighting, which I feel mm. I am or somewhere in between. And mm-hmm. so I just, yeah, like sometimes I'll just use it and like, just keep it in my hair in the shower for, you know, a couple of minutes. And then other times I will put it on my hair and then like step out of the shower, go do something else, leave it on for like at least 15 minutes and then get back oh. in and rinse it out. And they also have a purple, like, so they have the shampoo and conditioner, but they also have like these littler packets of like an intense toning serum. That's like, that will, you only leave it on your hair for five minutes. And that really will like, if like you're feeling really brassy <laughs> and that's not mm-hmm. something that you're liking, that will really put your hair back to like neutral. And then I'd use the toning conditioner to keep up on that. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good find. Okay. Shifting to what's your favorite part of your morning routine? Uh, why don't you go first? Cause I didn't have much <laughs> exciting things. To play. Okay. What's your well, I mean, part? I don't either. It's very practical and it's, a little strange, I think, to some people it will be. Okay. My favorite part is getting up before everyone else. And <laughs> and I right now the the nature of the time that I go and the sunrise are timed pretty perfectly because I drive home after the gym. Sorry, I go to the gym. The time that I'm driving home from the gym is as the sun's just, you know, rising above the beautiful mountains. And I use that time to meditate and pray and just set myself up to be on top of my game. Makes a difference because this morning I didn't get up before everybody else. A lot of mornings I don't. And I I really do feel like I'm behind the day. So I really love the feeling of 
being in front of everything and taking care of myself before I take care of all my other cute humans. So I'd say that that's my favorite is the feeling of coming home after working out and watching the sunrise and having my moment. Nice. So yeah, what's yours? I'm like, well, it's the summer, so I've been sleeping in. Although I do remember that when my kids were little like that, I also really liked being up before them because being woken up by them is not, in my opinion, a super wonderful way to start the day. Um, Just because you already start out kind of flustered and having things being demanded of you. So I did. And during like the school year and stuff like that, I do wake up before my kids. But one of the joys of them getting a little bit older is everyone sleeps in a little bit and I get to sleep in a little bit too. And then we still have like a slow morning. And so one of my favorite things in the morning is giving undivided attention over a cup of coffee with my husband or with one of my kids, or if none of them are around, just giving undivided attention, I suppose, to that same kind of thing, just kind of thinking through the day, getting mentally ready and prepared. And, you know, even if it's just five minutes, just having that like, undistracted time where I'm just kind of mentally preparing for the day. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What do you do? What's your favorite nighttime routine? My favorite nighttime routine is Nate puts the kids to bed every night because he's a saint. Okay. Every night that he can. And on those nights, I really enjoy thoroughly cleaning the kitchen. I, you guys, I sound crazy, but that's just the phase that I'm in. It's like, I actually really enjoy the peace in the kitchen, being able to put everything back and like get it really fresh for the next day. And I flip on a podcast and I enjoy that time. And I also enjoy the time when I get to sit on the couch next to my husband. And lately we've been really enjoying watching home renovation shows. (laughs) because we don't have a lot of time that we want to spend watching TV. So those are really quick and engaging. And it's kind of on theme for where we're at in life, thinking through um, our next house and stuff like that. So I've been enjoying those parts of my nighttime. What about you? Anything more? Uh, well, I, I mean, I've already talked about a lot of my nighttime routine. So I guess I would just say that I do enjoy tidying the house on my way up to bed. We live like our communal areas are on the bottom floor and then our bedrooms are on the top. And so just as I go, just picking up everything from the living room, you know, usually by that time the kitchen has been cleaned, but that's just sort of the last reset of order that I enjoy because in the morning, it's so nice to come down to a clean, tidy house. So I'll, yeah, just pick up the odds and ends and put them back where they go. And it usually just takes me a couple of minutes as I'm going up to bed. And it's such a nice way to get a jump start on the next day instead of feeling already behind. And there are times when for various reasons that doesn't happen. And I notice that just the next day, it just starts out in chaos and it just doesn't, it doesn't feel as good. And so right. I like to make that just a simple thing that happens. And because it happens every single day or yeah, you know, 99% of the days, I really don't feel that it's much to keep up on at this point. So yeah, enjoy that. I mean, my kids are a little bit earlier too, so they don't get out as much stuff, which is definitely like a part of it. And and part of it is like they take a lot of their stuff too. I just get like the little odds and ends and move them out of the way. And like a lot of times shoes will end up by the front door because people were going in and out all day. And then, and sometimes honestly in the summer, I like leave all the flip-flops by the front door because that's just convenient. But then sometimes I'll be like, you know, we're going to put all of these away and just start fresh in the morning. Start fresh. 
Yeah. And right. I do have to say that this is not always possible and it doesn't sometimes sleep really is the priority and we've been there and we get it. So yeah, nobody be feeling bad out there. Yeah. Okay. The next one I'm excited about, Michelle, I'm excited to hear what you have written. What is a get your favorite gadget you've bought online that actually works? All right. Well, this is kind of funny, maybe to some people, but one of my biggest pet peeves in my own home is dull knives. And so I found a solution to that problem, which is just a $15 Amazon knife sharpener. Hmm. Well, it's not made by Amazon, but it's available on Amazon. And it like, it just kind of like suctions to your counter. And it's pretty easy to use. And it's just straight, straightforward. We used to have a professional knife knife sharpener lived down the street. I was gonna say, but they no longer live there. So it's not as convenient to use them for knife sharpening needs. And this I would say doesn't work as well as a professional knife sharpening. I mean, like he had like a stone. I don't, I don't know. It was like intense. <laughs> this doesn't work as well, but it's simple to use so you can use it more frequently. And that pretty much is all I'm looking for with a knife sharpener. So, I mean, it's kind of silly, but I really am not like a gadget person. So that's why I was I, surprised that you put this question down. Yeah. So like, it has to be like super useful and it just fits right in my knife drawer and works just as it works much better i think than any of the like a lot of times knife sets come with that like long prong that you're yeah that's what i was going to ask you yeah yes no this like is like something it's almost like it has two sharp it has two blades and you put your knife in between it so it's just it's really straightforward to use and like even my kids can use it and i just and so it's it's much it's just straightforward and i just like that and Again, I don't like gadgets, so. <laughs> but this one is very useful, in my opinion. So, okay. a knife sharpener. How how exciting is that? How handy. We are old you're... because I <laughs> am excited about a knife sharpener. <laughs> don't use that word. I'm 31 am, on Friday. I am mature enough to love a good knife sharpener. Yeah. There are times when I'm like, you know, you're right. I am enjoying these simple things in life but also it just it just makes sense sometimes because when you're young you're willing to struggle struggle with a dull knife <laughs> we've done enough struggling older, like, look we're just gonna have sharp knives okay that's it 15 dollars. there you go okay what about you what yeah you- i i really had to reach for this one i'm not gonna <laughs> lie because i don't think i've purchased a like a kitchen gadget or anything like that for a very long time i cannot even recall the last time i've purchased something uh, that I would think initially, uh, uh, that would fall under this category that I would think initially. But re- recently used the Kliganic, Kliganic bug prevention bracelets because mosquitoes love me. My, my blood must be very sweet because I will get bitten everywhere that I go in the like late afternoon or late early evening by mosquitoes and it's very irritating. So these bracelets, you buy them, you wear them on your wrists and your your ankles. They look like those little keychain like also hair ties, you know, that are kind mm-hmm. of the coiled. Like coils, yeah. Yeah. And I honestly have not been bitten by a mosquito while no. wearing these. They're made with geranial lemongrass and citronella oil which apparently blocks the insects receptors so 
I highly recommend them. They're very affordable and they last for 200 hours. So, okay. Yeah. So you it's turn a little them bit on or something and they release no. the scent. You just put them on. Like they have the scent in them as they come to you. You just put them on your wrist like a bracelet. And you definitely like smell. using up their hours? Like when they're not being worn. I don't know. Like the, the scent must must uh, go away after 200 hours or something. But, but like, like so as I'm you, saying, if they're like sitting in your drawer unused, the scent is dissipating? It must be. Yeah. 200 hours upon opening, perhaps. So they last for 10 days. Yeah. Okay. But they're cheap enough that that seems reasonable? Yeah. And honestly, okay. I've used them beyond that. So that's just what they yeah. say. Interesting. But I think if you can smell the scent, then it's probably working somewhat. Then they just good. can't guarantee it, perhaps. But you, de- yeah, you definitely smell like that cit- citronella, lemony smell. It's not bothersome, but yeah, so far we, so good. We for recently me. got an oil that I think is working well. But I know that putting oil on yourself sometimes bugs people. So maybe I should get those bracelets because we are headed into mosquito land for camping soon, and my poor children will get bitten a lot. Mm. So yeah, give them a okay. try. We'll link it. Yep, all of these will be linked. We're going to have lots of links, Michelle. (laughs) Should you desire to get my wonderful knife sharpener, change your life. Okay, (laughs) what about a hack you've learned from the internet that actually works? Okay, you go first because I just talked. Okay, Jessica, have you seen the hack where you use a blow dryer with the nozzle, the concentrated nozzle to remove stickers? Or no. labels from things because it no, really but works. I need a solution for that. Yes, it actually works quite well. So anytime you have glass or ceramic, anything that comes with, especially like the any kind of sticker, yeah, whether it's a price sticker or even like the label on a bottle, you can get it off by putting your blow dryer on hot with that concentrated um, nozzle. If you have it, that makes it ideal because then you can concentrate it, obviously, and it melts the glue that binds the sticker to the material and it works really well i would say that if you are using it on plastic just be aware that if you really hold it down on the plastic it could also melt the plastic because it's heat but works really great for getting stickers off picture frames and candles and yeah okay so you hold it on and then do you scrape it with something did you already say i mean you really just peel it up so what i really noticed works well is to like concentrate the heat on like the corner of your label and then start peeling it up and then kind of peel and uh-huh. like blow the heat as you go. And don't, if you rip it off, you might leave glue residue, which then is more difficult to get off. And that for that, I usually just use a citrus essential oil, like just orange or grapefruit or something. And that will usually get it off just as well. But, you know, there are certain things where then the oil will cause you problems. So I do like this hairdryer method. It's much better for that i think it's a much better start at least lovely i'm excited yeah. to try that i get so frustrated i'm like why do they put these stickers yes. front and center uh, on this picture frame i, I saw cannot it on a, i saw it on a video and she was exclusively peeling off home goods stickers and i was like yes because they are the stickiest stickers mm-hmm. in all of mankind so if you like home goods like we do now you have a solution for the stickers lovely thank you for enlightening us okay my hack is Warming up hardened brown sugar. There's been many times that I've thrown out the clumps of brown sugar that just happen when maybe I've left the lid open, which I don't know. Or anyway, some air gets into our container somehow. And or if it's just on your been on your shelf for a long time, sometimes it can just harden. 
And so the hack here is to just place the hardened sugar in a bowl, microwave safe bowl, with a moist paper towel. Zap it in the microwave for 20 seconds and then voila, it's as good as new. (laughs) Maybe everybody else on this planet knows that hack, but I did not. And I was pretty excited about it. Do you know what makes brown sugar brown? Like how molasses. is it different from white sugar? Yeah. Yeah. It's just mixed with molasses. So it makes sense that you just need to restore the moisture content to it. Yeah. But yeah. I know. Brown sugar. Well, that's a great idea. I think I just recently threw out some brown sugar for that very reason. So. Right. It happens. Now I won't. All right. What's okay. your favorite snack for yourself? Lately, I have been enjoying Spindrift is the brand. Grapefruit sparkling water. I know, Michelle, you and a lot of people don't like sparkling water, but this stuff tastes like sparkling grapefruit juice, and it's very enjoyable. I love to enjoy one of those late afternoon when I'm craving something. And also, I love to have crackers and cheese on hand. They, I often have just simple club crackers and cheddar, but I do like to pick up something a little elevated whenever I go to any of the nicer grocery stores that I don't always visit, but I like to be able to serve, have something that feels a little bit elevated when I have guests or when I'm going to a gathering, even last minute so that I have something to grab. I like to serve my favorite cheese, I think I would say, is green onion Havarti. And I'm excited to try a recipe that I found that is baked brie with apples and salted caramel. I know you don't like cheese, so I feel like I'm kind of mm-hmm. talking to someone that's not, you know, as excited about cheese, but I think it I sounds fantastic. Cheese. Yes, you do. That's true. Baked brie, caramel apples, basically, with some cinnamon and sugar pita chips. How phenomenal does that sound? Very fall, yeah. so I'll be I trying like that out brie. this fall. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, no, I do like cheese. I think that, yeah, like the really, like blue cheese is not my favorite. Any of those I don't cheeses like blue cheese that are either, very actually. funky are not mm-hmm. my jam, but that's okay. They are lots of other people's jam. So, in you know, that's actually something that I keep on hand for people too, and use quite a lot of. I don't, I don't normally, yeah, a good brie, a good brie is great. Um, it presents really well too, which I think is fun. Yeah, you can yeah, make it, dress it up. You can just serve it plain. Oh, well, and it's put a little like a cream cheese. It's just a, yeah, yeah, it's very spreadable yeah. and delicious. Yes, indeed. Okay, let's find your... out. I don't like. Okay, you know what? I well, <laughs> I guess this doesn't make sense because I don't like funky flavored cheeses because that's way too much flavor. But I also yeah, just don't like things that are like not flavored <laughs> like sparkling waters i'm just like just make it flavored or make it nothing but this in did you try thing. one when you were here i haven't my spin drift mm, we've bought a spin drift but i don't know we weren't i don't know i'm very suspicious anytime something's sparkling waters i'm like i'll just drink a regular water from the tap like that's fine mm. um, i'm just very easy to, easy going in that sense but you know what else i don't like because it's flavorless to me watermelon <laughs> Well, you got to slap some blueberry yogurt and raspberries. You might change your mind. Actually, so <laughs> uh, do you know what what food in your garden is most closely related to the watermelon? Don't say it. I think I might know. What? Well, in my garden or in a well, garden? Well, like you can grow these in your garden. Maybe not your garden particularly. I know the answer. Garden. Tell me. The cucumber. Uh, yep. 
Yeah. That's right. And when someone said that, I was like, yep, because they're both just flavorless. You are crazy. I love both of those so much. I know. (laughs) They're just. I literally, my my friend just dropped off a few cucumbers one night and I took it and I ate it, like, just like chomped on it, like, ate the whole thing. It's like devoid of flavor. You know what I love about a cucumber? You can make it into a pickle and that has lots of. I do love pickles. I guess I we all know I'm a purist in my flavor profile. I know. You also so. don't like butter, so. Well, I just can't see it. I don't like to look at butter. <laughs> but I cannot deny that it tastes good. Butter tastes amazing. Anyways, and everyone just has their little things. And I will eat watermelon. It's not that I'm, like, disgusted by it. I just find it to be a little lackluster. That's, that's all. fine. So, that's fine. That's fine. Everyone I'd say 50% of them are lackluster and then you get the other 50 yeah. percent, and you're like this is incredible yeah and maybe you like just never have that summer, feeling i have like okay well, maybe once a summer i'll have a watermelon and be like okay like i can kind of see what people are going for but yeah and the majority of them are just sort of not that flavorful <laughs> and they dehydrate you um even though they are full of <laughs> water okay did you know that in japan they have square watermelons but apparently they're no. really flavorless because they make them grow in these like boxes that make them square. That, that sounds horrible. Even more <laughs> flavorless. I'm well, like, let's who would not have this? you eat that. Why would? Why are you My basing your watermelon why? feelings off of this square watermelon? Square no, tasteless I've had watermelon. Many American watermelons, homegrown American watermelons. All right. Um, all right. So my favorite. Wait, are you done? Did you have more that you wanted to say? Uh, nope. Okay. So. My favorite, it's not really a snack. I've just been eating this for breakfast and I like it and it's good. It's full of protein. I take some plain, uh, what is it called? Plain Greek yogurt, add peanut butter, protein powder, or just peanut butter powder. It's not protein powder. It's just peanut butter powder. You could also use regular peanut butter, some collagen powder. If you're into that, you can do that. And then love crunch, peanut butter, chocolate, granola. It's so good. It's just like eating Reese's ice cream, but the breakfast version. So you can have as much as you want. But with crushed up bones. <laughs> yes, but with crushed up bones. For nourishment. That sounds delightful. Minus that. I can't do collagen. I'm sorry. I'm going to have really yucky skin when I'm older, but. Ugh. Well, if you want your. It's flavorless, though. Like when you- I know. I'm telling you, it's a mental problem. It's totally mental. I but hate to tell you, but it's everywhere and you're definitely. That's fine, but I'm not going to put it in my yogurt. Well, you don't have I to just do college. can't. I was just saying, I like that better. I mean, people put it in like liquids, which I'm not a fan of because yeah. then you can definitely detect the texture. But I think if it's in like a yogurt or something like that, you really can't. You can't, you can't feel the texture in your No, yogurt? not at all. Oh, no. okay. No. Yeah. So I do think it's better. I would prefer that over like it being in any kind of liquid personally. And it's not even something that I do every single day, but I have some, so I use it up. But the rest of the peanut butter, chocolate, yogurt, granola. Cannot go wrong. I always, I always gravitate towards that kind of flavor profile in the morning, whether it's a smoothie or a A little sweet, a little salty. Mm, And then if you're doing like a plain yogurt that doesn't have additional sugar in it, it's really not that sugary. And something I feel great about feeding my kids for breakfast too, and they get excited about it. So yeah, yeah, good for your gut health. Lots of probiotics, lots of protein. It's a great way to start the day. And I'm like a person who often skips breakfast unless it's something that I can look forward to like that. And then that really does curb 
my appetite. I feel like it just starts the day off better. Like it's not, yeah. I should be eating breakfast. And when I'm eating that, I feel like my mood and <laughs> everything is better throughout the day. Nice. All right. And then just very basic. I don't have fancy cheese. I have some fancy cheeses. I don't have a lot of fancy cheeses. But this year, I found the Truffle Oil Kettle brand kettle chips. Truffle oil and sea salt ones. They're new. They're somewhat rare. But when I find them, I get a lot of bags because that is just what I keep <laughs> on hand because they are so good. Jessica, they taste like little big burger fries. Mm. But they're a potato chip. Yeah. And then I feel yeah. like that's an easy thing either to give to guests when they come over just with some summer fruits like cherries or something like that. And maybe a festive drink, very simple, but delicious, or to take to the beach when your friends randomly call you and ask you to go to the beach. It's just a great thing to have on hand. So uh, I like that it's like slightly elevated, too. Exactly, exactly. And they're like a little rare. So it's it's a little bit feels a little bit yeah, fancier, I suppose, than bringing, you know, I don't know whatever else <laughs> cheese it's um but <laughs> but i love a good cheese it too so i was that's not say, a problem like but it's kind of it's kind of fun because they're like a little bit rare although i just yeah, saw that you can for sure get them anywhere so that's fun mallory was the one who showed them to me they were she found some in hawaii and then we've been waiting and waiting for them to become available here and they are as of now maybe for some people anyways look for them at your local yeah, grocery store never... they are in a purple kettle brand Okay, we're all going to be on the lookout. Yes, they're so good. Mm. They also come in like a nice size bag too, where I feel like, yeah, you can like eat them and not, yeah, it's not like too much, not too little. It's just the perfect amount. Wonderful. Can't wait to try. Oh, I just think like chips are like a fun thing. I mean, obviously there's lots of like regular chips everywhere you go. (laughs) But then when you find some that are like kind of a fun twist, it's just like a festive thing to be able to keep on hand or to bring somewhere. I was recently in Idaho and they had some Hell's Canyon jalapeno potato chips and I got them to share with my brother because I knew that would be something that he would like. And they're fun because they're from Idaho and Hell's Canyon is a place in Idaho. And, you know, just like, I don't know. Yeah. Silly, but it's fun, right? No, I think that's one way to find delight. Yes. In your food and I love just going to your regular grocery store, but going to the grocery store some other place where they just have things that Mm -hmm. aren't maybe in your grocery store and you know, shopping in their local aisles or something like that. It's always fun to just have something that you can't find everywhere. Like in Idaho, huckleberries are thing. And so you can find more like huckleberry made things. And then that's like special to bring home because we don't have huckleberries here Mm -hmm. as much. You can, you can find them sometimes, but then I don't know. It's just like a little fun, a little fun twist. Yeah, I agree. I did try some truffle oil ketchup and I thought it was disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. Ratios were off. Wasn't, that wasn't the right combo for me. So yeah, I could, I could see that because I really don't like a ketchup that's too sweet. That's really bothersome to me. So yeah, I can see how that could go right or wrong. And in this case, we could cut wrong. that though. It's unnecessary. A negative information that doesn't have negative information. Don't, <laughs> try oil don't try it. Keep it on yeah. the chips or the fries. Mm. So good. Okay. Let's talk about our favorite source of inspiration. Yes. As of what's, late. What's yours lately? Michelle, it's you. Oh, (laughs) everyone. All right. It's cheesy. It's cheesy. But I'm sorry. It's true. You came to visit me. And okay, everybody, 
Michelle, I'm going to pretend like you're not here. <laughs> oh, great. Well, that will Michelle be. is, as everybody who listens knows, she's very refined, very dialed. She's very sophisticated. But what she is also, in addition to all of that, is completely selfless, totally aware, and very easy to to host, for example, because she is very low maintenance. She's She's very... I don't know, just like so good. She's such a good person. And when she's around me, okay, and I'm going to talk to you too, Michelle. Okay. When you're around me, um, I feel so elevated and I have, you left and I'm like, I am back. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm restored. I have, I have drive to keep working towards order and to keep wearing my lipstick, <laughs> putting myself together in a way that makes me feel happy and being adventurous. I don't know. It just, I felt like that when I lived by you. And when I moved away from you, I was really scared because you weren't going to be with me every day. And I was like, I'm going to lose the spark that I feel like you inspire me to have. And so I'm just kind of still writing that. Um, I don't know that I don't want to say hi, but that yeah. those feelings that I yeah. got when you were around me. And so truly that is your, I'm drawing a lot of inspiration from you right now. One more area. Okay. Unless you, you sounded like you're going to say something. Like, sure. what do you have to say well, for I'll yourself, respond Michelle? To that first. Okay. <laughs> well, that is very sweet of you to say. I love that you said elevated but low maintenance because I feel like that's what I'm striving for in life. So it's it's good to feel like I might be accomplishing that sometimes. That's kind of my goal in life is to just be like personally elevated but low maintenance and just like, um, yeah. Well, I, and I think yeah. it's I think it's tricky because when you are when you do put time into yourself and your home and your children, okay, let's take the children out of that. Mm -hmm. um, perhaps you could come across a certain way and mm -hmm. you're simply just not that certain way that you could come across. You are so down to earth. And um, I just want everyone to know that, <laughs> which well, you probably do if you listen to this podcast, but um, yes. Well, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, well, thank you. That is very sweet. And I do have to say, I feel like we like skipped over this because yes, last week when we recorded, uh, we were in a bit of a rush. But I did I talk about how fun it was to just come down to the so Jessica has three levels of her house and the bottom level was prepared for us to stay in which she's just so sweet because <laughs> she was willing to take on me and my four children. And it was so cute because you guys probably remember her talking about the cool forts that she and her husband built their kids for Christmas. So these are downstairs in that lower level because uh, that's like their playroom. But it was so fun because we came down the stairs and the forts were all like lit up with these string lights and she had put little beds under the forts for my kids to sleep on. And, you know, she'd put the pillows and the blankets and then there was a bed for me to sleep on. And there were little notes from the kids welcoming us. And it was just like, it was just like so fun. And my kids were thrilled too, because it was like coming and getting to sleep in like a treehouse kind of experience because we're sleeping with the forts. And it was just very, very fun and very lovingly done and thank you so much for hosting us because it was just so it was so fun i'm so glad so glad we did the best we could with what we had <laughs> you did a wonderful <laughs> job <laughs> thank you slept very soundly in our warm thank pajamas <laughs> <laughs> 
Basements in Utah get very cold because the upper levels need to be cooled off. That's right. And the basement obviously is cold to begin with as it's the lowest level. So under and the, it's in the ground, the so it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my so. kids, they planned ahead. They were ready. They packed their warm pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> their winter pajamas. <sighs> no, actually, so as I've said before, my favorite way to sleep is in a cold room with blankets. And Jessica provided them. So See? It was wonderful. She's so accommodating. So coming. Okay, what else? The one other source I want to talk about of inspiration is a book called How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind by Dana White. Dana White, probably. That's how you say her name. I found an audiobook at random to listen to when I was cleaning the kitchen at night to just simply inspire me to like dig deep, keep going. Maybe I would learn, I thought when I started it, maybe I'll learn a few tips and tricks that I've forgotten about or hadn't heard about that could drive me a little bit. And I found a lot of, a lot of inspiration, even though most of it was very much, I don't know, old news hearing it again from somebody else's perspective she's she says she's a slob that comes clean so she's like oh, she's navigating yeah. from a perspective of how in the world do you become a clean person i'm a complete slob and i'm going to now journal my way through becoming a tidy person and so she's very fun to listen to while well, i listen to it very fun writer and it was i don't know it was a good companion as i was trying to kind of come out of i don't know this I've been in, on a journey the last year after having Finn to reclaim my spaces, basically. And it was very inspiring. I found a lot of inspiration from her, this novel. So it was fun. Wonderful. I have, I've listened to a few of her podcast episodes because I think she has a podcast called A Podcast Clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, my aunt was the one who told me about her because she really loves her too. And so, yeah, I've heard wonderful things about her. Cool. I'll have to check out the podcast. Yes, yes. Little doses of reminders of probably what is in the book is what I kind of gathered from the podcast. But I feel like it would be good ongoing. Um, exactly. Inspiration, right? Just like parenting, right? Right, <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay, so I have been really loving Ingrid Fetel Lee's email list. She wrote the book Joyful, which we have recommended before because it's just a delightful book about home design and thinking through how to make your home feel like a place you really enjoy being. And she has a blog called the aesthetics of joy. And then she emails you her thoughts like once a week, it's not an overload of emails. But I've really enjoyed the emails that I've gotten lately. She just thinks about life in a cool and fun way. And it's fun to hear her ongoing thoughts about um, life and getting dressed and having a home and just existing in the world. It's, it's all over the place. It's not just about home. I mean, that was what her book was about, but I think her blog just allows her to talk about kind of whatever's on her mind. And she's just, she's read, she's written a lot of things lately that have just kind of stuck with me and made me think about things in new ways. So I really appreciated that delightful email. We'll link it if you want to sign up for her email list. I want to sign up for it. It's so Sounds like sweet. Fun. I'm not like a person who subscribes to a lot of emails. And, and I certainly don't want to be like sold things. If <laughs> right. I, we say after a 
episode of links to things, but we're not <laughs> selling you anything. We're just telling you things we like. But hers yeah. is, she really hardly ever, if ever, like is selling you anything. It's really just kind of her thoughts on life and they're delightful. Great. All right. Should we move Wait, into I, our, yeah. Sorry. I have one Go last ahead. one I forgot. Okay. Food dolls on Pinterest. Have you seen them yet? No, it sounds very creepy. <laughs> what? Food <laughs> dolls? <kind> does. <laughs> they are making so many food videos, like very quick and fun to watch. Uh, mm. Very inspiring, fun recipes. So just look up food dolls on Pinterest. They're cute. They look like sisters that just make some fun videos. That's fun. So. Okay, our last item. Summer item that you will be sad to put away or fall thing you're excited to bring out yeah or look forward to jessica do you want to go first you probably okay. have one of each i do have one of each perfect so i'm very sad to retire my anthro clearance purchase from last year which is a market basket no market backpack sorry it looks like a basket it's a basket with straps so i can wear it on my back it's mm. got like leather handles it's the brand ollie ella which is near and dear to my heart as i have an ollie mm. and ella <laughs> cute i found it for 30 dollars. don't be alarmed it's like very much more than that at this point if we link it but i love that find maybe it's an maybe it's a it can inspire to kind of keep a, keep tabs on the anthro clearance this <laughs> the end of the season uh because i feel very I don't know, put together with it. It's very fun, very summery, and I've enjoyed putting things for the pool or the lake in this fun little backpack made of wicker, I believe. With is wicker or basket weaving straw material. Woven straw. Wicker is like that. It's like sticks. That's like my coffee table that Rosie keeps chewing. Well, that's rattan, which is kind of wicker, I think. I think but it is. Yeah, yeah wicker. Uh, yeah. yeah I feel it's like fine. It's, it's irrelevant. Rattan, so it must be different kinds of sticks. <laughs> the, the, the commonality is it's all sticks. We'll be back next week to tell you the difference between <laughs> wicker and rattan. Just kidding. I no. like it all. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So that's rattan, what I'm... Well, what's funny is rattan is what's in and wicker is like old school, but they're like the same thing. <laughs> okay. It's ah. just a new spin on wicker. Yeah. Wicker is... But the backpack is... Oh. Not. Oh. Wicker, I did actually know this, but I had forgotten. Wicker is a style of weave where it's like a lot of those little sticks together and rattan is a material. Wicker okay. pieces may be made from rattan, but they also may be woven from natural or synthetic materials like bamboo, reed, and synthetic resin. Sorry, I didn't finish that. Synthetic resin. Yes. Well, folks, you heard it here. The difference. Between these materials. Now we okay. don't have to come back and give you a whole episode about it. That's the important We're thing. all relieved about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm sad to put that away because I love it. I feel like it's so fun. And I am excited to bring out... Honestly, I had to reach for this one, Michelle, because <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm excited to bring back soup. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the only one I could like barely think of, but it's actually too warm to even think about liking soup. But soup is, is simple and easy, so I it's do fun. That about it, it's fun. Yes, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yes, as you know, next to the watermelon, I also don't like falls. So. 
Yeah, I found like You were the biggest Debbie Downer. I'm just kidding. I feel like such a downer in this episode, and I'm not. We're just just all my things that I'm like a little sad about. I I used to really love fall when I grew up in an academic town with a crispy, crunchy fall. We've been over this before, but now fall just makes me feel like everything's dying. So yeah, yeah. That's sad. And I'll be sad because what I'll have to put away before too long is my fruit floaties. Oh, those are so cute. Colorful. They look like slices of fruit. And actually, my favorite one is the watermelon. Um, but they are just, they're fun. I love them when they're stacked up on my patio. I love them when they're in the pool. I love them when we take them to the beach and then have to hose them down so sand doesn't get in our pool. They're just fun and they just make me smile every day. So I'll be really sad when we have to deflate those and put them up in the garage next to all of the patio furniture that mm. will also be mm-hmm. sad to get rid of because i love that yeah. and yeah yeah that's just something that i've loved that's very simple yeah great okay wait you don't have any fall i, I was yeah like maybe it was soup, soup. <laughs> i was like i'm not ex- like i'm not excited for sweaters i'm not excited for boots where i live people are wearing sweaters and boots <laughs> All year round. What is wrong? Aren't you hot? Ellie, she's wearing a sweater. Um, She does like People are wearing boots like all summer. And I'm like, aren't you just dying? That's a fashion statement. It is. Fashion over temperature. I live in the Pacific Northwest and people have to be ready to hike at a moment's notice. They will not be hiking, but they have to be ready to hike. But what if, just like you and your earrings, what if? What if? What if, what if the opportunity to hike arises and then you're like, dang it, I'm wearing these wedge sandals. I'll never be able to hike in these. I'm trading them for combat boots. That's it. (laughs) Anyways. So, yeah. But I just, I love summer, like clothes and everything. I know. So fun. So it's a little hard. It's a little hard. (sighs) Maybe. And then I get like excited when it's actually like winter. I can get excited for that. But summer is. Remember how you were just, remember how you were just talking about how you want to record an episode about fun was it fun and fall mm, did i a fun and back to school was that what it was i don't know yeah i like what are we doing for fun this year to get excited for fall maybe oh. maybe we okay. will have to do this episode. well maybe we have to do that next week <laughs> yeah. yeah because okay. one of the things i was thinking about is i should make it a, a goal to like seek out fun during the season so that i'm more excited let's do it. that let's do that okay we, we both need it obviously we both need it all I we're saying is soup. This. I know. We're like the boring, most boring people. But actually, I bought a coat when I was in Paris that I'm very much looking forward to. I don't know if I'm there very much looking go. forward to, but like when it comes time and I must wear it, I will enjoy that I have it because it's beautiful and blue. And then I feel like Parisian and chic and like that's not such a bad feeling. So no, it's not. Let's so. keep we'll keep going down that road we'll, we'll, we'll find keep some. being like that's that's the thing i'm looking forward to it's yeah. fun when you have like those kinds hey. of things that you can like pull out of your closet or something that make you excited for the season it's true and we preach that we can find joy and delight in every season so and we do sometimes we, we will just find get a little sadder about the end of summer <laughs> <laughs> okay well this is really fun i'm gonna let you go and have a fun anniversary with your thank you yes and we'll be back next week yeah thanks for being here we'll talk to you again soon bye-bye Bye.